Hey friend, we just wanted to pop over and remind you of all of the freebies that we have on our website at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. There are quite a few on there. They work for buyers and sellers, for your business, all different things you might need and all for free. Mm -hmm. Alyssa, which one is your favorite? My favorite freebie is the due diligence checklist. Oh, that's a good one and Mm -hmm. so impactful for your buyers. Mm -hmm. It's a great email template. It's a really good one. Uh, My favorite is probably staging checklist. Mm -hmm. I want my sellers to have those houses looking good. Yes, yes. So head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all. Enjoy. Systems? Yeah. Okay. Do you have some notes? <laughs> You're going to laugh at my notes. Um, let's see. No, don't read them. Okay, I won't read them. Well, I'm so excited to hear them because they're so extensive. Okay. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hello, friends, and welcome. (laughs) Episode 58. 58. Systems and processes, why you need them. Why you need systems. Gosh, so many reasons we need them, right? I saw you had extensive notes for today. Oh, yes. I have three bullet points. I had slightly more than that. Okay. But that's okay. I think that it was a good time to address systems again. I actually felt like I didn't need to take that many notes because I'm just like passionate about the topic. Oh, good. I'm so So excited. So it's just in my brain. It's always there. You know, I didn't have to do a lot of research on why I think a system is important. Right. It's just important. It's just important. But I think maybe it goes back to if you treat your business like a business, then you have to have systems. Right. But it's not something you automatically are told to do. Mm -mm. It's not something you learn in real estate school. It is not something that every agent does. And I think that if you want to change your mindset from just being a fly by the seat of your pants to like an actual business, you've got to have systems. If you feel like you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off all the time and people are telling you what to do and you're jumping and you're going and you're always putting out fires, yeah, you have no systems in place. That's and if you do, is. they're broken. Yes, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Okay. So I did write, write a note. What does it mean to have standards of practice in your business? You know, mm. in, in business world, they'll say SOPs. Yeah. But you have to actually have a standard for how you're going to serve a buyer or a seller or, you know, someone that's doing both or an investor. I mean, they're not all the same. Right. So I think we need to look at our business to have standards of practice. And the only way you can have standards of practice is if you always do the same thing. It's repeatable. So I actually had one of the things I really wanted to talk about was the fact that real estate transactions uh-huh. are a pattern Yes. On repeat. Yes. And people are like, how do you keep up with the volume? Like it's, but, but it's the same thing over and right. over and over. You're like, lather, rinse, repeat. Yes. That's all you do. <laughs> Just do it. Like, I feel like once you get really good, it's like yeah. juggling. Right. Like once you get really good at two, you can throw in another. And yeah, next that's thing true. you know, I was just you're like, like a juggling. pro. You're, you're like, like, look at all these you're balls like, in there. Yeah, you're like, throw me another one. Oh, I, I got it. it. <laughs> I can do it. And it's funny because when they're all at the same point in the process, it can get a little bogged down. Like, oh, there's a lot of inspections this week. Yes. And you're like, that takes up a lot of time. Yes. But then all of a sudden you get through that and you might have several weeks where it's like, I'm I'm good. Like, I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting around. For everything. Every all the balls are in someone else's court. And I do have systems to help me with this pattern, but I will say after almost 10 years, there are 
weeks where I might go a whole week without looking at my actual system because yeah, it's I am on you. autopilot. Yeah. And then I'll be like, you know, I need to just go yeah. look at everything yeah. and make sure everything is... I mean, you can't go like a month no, I without think looking. Really, and it doesn't have to be every week, but typically once a week, I will sit with my dot loop, which is where all the transactions are electronically housed with all the documents. And I will just read through what, you know, because even if it's a listing, it's in there, whether mm-hmm. or not it's pending. Mm-hmm. I'll just look through the list and I'll think in my mind, where am I at in that mm-hmm. process? Right. And then if I've got to go give something attention, typically I don't. Because when you're on autopilot, you have this internal clock that mm-hmm. tells you, okay, well, I'm done with inspection and now I send in the repairs and now I've got to just check on the appraisal or whatever like comes down the pipe. You kind of, it automatically comes, but it's when you have a lot of those balls in the air that it's good for you to come back and be like, okay, let's make sure nobody is slipping through the cracks because it's things like following up on an appraisal, Mm -hmm. making sure an appraiser actually went out there that you will forget when there are a lot of balls in the air at the same time. Yes. But I, and I, my work, I wanted to talk to you about the difference between my systems and your system. Okay. Because I'm very much like, I like a piece of paper. I like a checklist. I need to see it visually and write it with a pen. I'm not keeping it forever. At the end of the transaction, it gets thrown in the recycle bin, but, and then there's electronic documents, but you're fully electronic from the jump. Like you don't have any No, I don't have any stuff. Like you're not carrying around any papers. No. Okay. Tell me about your systems. Well, I just, I mean, if you know me, like I don't have, I don't carry a purse. Mm -mm. I have my key and I have my phone. And your computer. And my computer. (laughs) Right. And I try to like carry all those three things all the time. Yeah. I wish I had a keypad on my car. And then you wouldn't carry the key. Yeah. And then I wouldn't carry the key ever. Yeah. Um... So I just feel like I have to keep things like if I have too much to look at, yeah, it becomes too much for me. And yeah. then I just get overwhelmed or I feel busier than I am. Right. But I do. I think the important thing is no matter what your system is, is that everything is in one place. Yes. That you can go. Yes. Get a snapshot and look at it. Yes. But the problem that I have found from talking with agents is that they take notes in the notes section of their phone and then they email themselves things and then they text things and oh, then yeah. they screenshot things to remember late. Like that's not a system. No, that's, <laughs> that's all the systems. That's too many things. Too many and then things. people trust their brain. Oh, way too much. Way too much. And what? your brain will fail you. Mine has oh failed gosh. me so many times. Me too. It still fails me if I don't write something down, put it where it's yeah. supposed to be yeah. in that moment. Sure. I'm not going to come back to it. I'm going to forget. Right. Um, and you just have to be humble enough to realize that you can't yeah. do it all and that right. you have to have, if you don't have any systems in place, you it's something that you, to survive long-term in this business, you have to have it. Yes. You're not going to sustain without it. Because you feel overwhelmed all of the time. All the time. It's not the, the quality time. of life you right. want. It's going to lead to health issues. Yeah. It's going to lead to family issues. Yeah. Do you know so what I think issues. is interesting? Sometimes you'll hear agents that are maybe doing one or two transactions at a time and they're so overwhelmed. I'm like, I don't <laughs> understand. I, know. I mean, I have to get, and you do way more than me, but I have to get upwards of eight-ish to 10 pendings before I'm like, okay, this is a really stressing my system. Mm-hmm. Like it's working, but I'm like, oh, yeah, there's no time for anything else. And one or two, that should be like, 
I could do that sleepwalking. Like there's just no. One of our newer agents listed a pretty awesome house and um, it had all these showings, you know, and, the, and she was texting me and she was like, I'm so stressed out. And I was like, but there's Why? nothing to do yeah. right now. Like right mm-hmm. now you're just enjoying the, there's no, but it's the mindset. Yes. It's the mindset yeah. that mm-hmm. you're letting yourself yeah. feel stressed that you're, you're putting it on yourself. No one's putting it on you. No, no. And there's nothing for you to be doing. And if you had a system in place that you looked at it and said, oh, I'm not supposed to be doing anything right, right this second. Then you would The next okay. time I need to do something is this. Then. Yeah. Then you can just rest. Right. But because people don't have systems, they can't rest. That's true. So they never know when their next break is. Like when's the downtime? When is the down? They have none. Because there's downtime in the it, within each transaction. There's a lot yeah, of downtime. A lot of downtime. And a lot of downtime. Because of the timing. It's just mm-hmm. 30 days. You are not doing 30 days of work from, you know, contract to closing. There's some days when you have to work. I want you to tell me, though. How do you keep up? Because I know it's you're on autopilot and it's in your mind. How in the beginning did you develop like your workflow? Was it ever on paper? Is there, I mean, like what is, so in the beginning when I realized like, okay, I'm starting to get more than like four clients. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I need to remember everything. Yeah. Um, I would say my system really started when I was on phone duty. Okay. And I needed to remember like these random phone call right. leads and I had no right. way to remember. I was saving them in my phone. Okay. But if you don't remember their name, you can't look them up. No. To follow up oh my them. gosh. You would just save the number. I would save their name <laughs> and number. And, and I, and then I was like, well, I'm just going to start putting sign call. Yes. Or duty call or whatever. Right. You know, I would start labeling people. Okay. But then you start labeling people open house, sign call, da, 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 and then you don't, they're mixed in with all your other yes. contacts. And mm-hmm. So my original system developed pretty quickly and it was just a note section in my phone. Okay. And I had A, B, C, right. and D. Okay. A was like, these people are working with me right now. Their house is listed or they're actually buying. Yeah. B was like, you are getting your house ready. We have talked about it. We yeah. have a time frame. Uh, they're pre-approved, but they're not. We haven't looked at a house yet. Yeah. C was like, we want to do it in the next year or right. we want to sell in the next year or we want to buy, but we're not ready to get pre-approved. Right. Okay. And then D was like, Anytime someone came up to me at a social hour, Uh cocktail party, supermarket, ran into someone, and they're like, oh, in four years when my daughter graduates college, we're going to need your help. Well, guess what? I need to remember that in four years. So I would put them in the D column. Okay. And and then I actually, in the D column is where, I'm sorry, in the C column is where like the sign calls and stuff like that went. Okay. And next to it, I would put what they were sign calls. Yeah. So, but then it was just, yeah, everything was in one place and I could prioritize it. But then it was getting long. Right. <laughs> like if it's like a, it's an experiment, if you will. If you will for three months do this, right. You will be amazed at how many prospects you have. Right. How many people ask you about real estate? Yes. Oh, yeah. You cannot even, I can't go outside and talk to my neighbors without, like, I laugh at, not laugh, but I think, you know, you see these agents that wear the ask me about real estate shirt. Yeah. I'm like, 
I don't need the shirt. Right. They asked. They, I have never been in a social situation in the last five to seven years when someone did not ask me about real estate to the point where I've gotten kind of like, not being ugly, but just joking about me like, oh, well, I'm not on the clock right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, but let me tell you all about the comps in the neighborhood. Right. Uh, people are going to ask. Yeah. So your list got really long. Yeah. And it was a, it, that also allowed me to rest. Right. Because I never felt like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to have business again. You, were sh- you weren't stressing looking for leads. I'm doing my air quotes. Right, right. Because you saw how often people were approaching you about real estate. Yes, I could physically see that people were starting to associate. Yeah. When they thought of real estate, they came to me. And it could be like, I had a lady in this networking group I was in. She was an older lady and um, very pretty well known like in the community. And she came up to me and was like, Alyssa, what do you think about the condos that this and I was thinking to myself, don't you have why, to? Yeah. Why are you asking me? Right. I'm honored. But I wrote her name down. Mm-hmm. And then like a few months later, you know, I'm slower and I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm just going to go clean out my C and D columns right. and see if I can get people up move to a, up a, a or B. Yeah. So that's okay. always the goal. I want to stop there for a second. You tried to move them up yes. because this is something you learn deeper in like years in when your confidence is pretty good. Yeah. I learned a few years ago, I'm like, holy smokes, I can literally get someone to buy a house. Yes. Not in like an ugly way, like yeah. in a, you were on my list, you made an, maybe you mentioned a specific neighborhood. I run across a listing in the neighborhood that I think is a good deal or in good condition or whatever. And I can call you and be like, Hey, remember when you said you like that neighborhood? I just thought you should know about this house. And then yes. all of a sudden they're like, yes. And then they're excited. Yes, let's go see it. And then it's like when I call that ripping the Band-Aid off, once they see one house, it's just like, even if that wasn't the right house, then they're on the path. Yeah. You can literally put people on the path. You can. Okay. So you went back to the C's and D's yeah. when you were slow mm-hmm. and you would check in with them. I would just check in with them. And y'all, I'm not... If someone tells me they're going to sell their house in four years when their kid graduates, I'm not checking in with them every week. No. That would be horrible. Oh, yeah. Maybe every- You're not going to do the 33 touches? No, I'm not going to touch them 33 <laughs> times during for the next four years. What is 33 times more? I don't know. Too but many. I'm not going to touch anybody. Okay, okay that many right. times. So, but I would maybe, um, if it was someone who told me they were going to be a seller, mm-hmm. I would set them up on a subdivision report once a month for their subdivision. Yes. And I would email them or call them or whatever and say, hey, I know you said you're a ways out, but it's always good to know what your subdivision is mm-hmm. doing. So I'm just going to put you on a monthly report so you can see. Right. And then in four years, once a month for four years, they're getting all the information yeah. they need with my information on right. it. So that is your system to keep up with yeah, and your then, um, seller leads. Those people will also get like a Christmas card. Mm-hmm. I make sure I'm friends with them on Facebook. Yes. Um, whatever I need to do to just kind of appear in their life yep. and remind them that I'm here and I'm mm-hmm. available whenever they're ready, even yeah. if that's in four years. Yeah. But the problem is people go to cocktail parties and someone says, hey, in next year, right. I'm going to sell my house, blah, blah, blah. And they get so excited. And then next year, they see that that person listed their house. So and it sad. wasn't with you. It's so sad. And you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It just happens. I know. It does because happen. they're going to go to another cocktail party. And tell another realtor and the same thing. And there's going to be another realtor yes. at that cocktail party. Yes. 
Yes. So yes. it's just important that you are being intentional. Right. And honestly, I it kind of became like a game. You're like, like I was like, how long can I make this list? Wow. Like if they, if, and it could be anything. Yeah. Just like, how's the market? Mm-hmm. You're asking me. Then so you consider me a realtor. I'm going to, you consider me a realtor. You didn't yeah. ask someone else. And, and that doesn't mean I'm going to stalk you. It just means yeah. that. I'm going to keep you in my life and, right. you know, maybe update you on the market because you expressed interest. Agreed. Agree. Okay. I like it. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to talk through a list of the systems that I am using. Okay. And and you can say yay or nay. Well, we all know email templates. Sure. That is the, I think, tippity top number one system yeah. that will change your business, change your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I have a buyer system, which includes a buyer folder and then my buyer workflow and my buyer contract to close, you know, whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Then I've got my seller system. Same thing. Got a folder because I pull the folder for them yeah. out of the closet. It's been stuffed already. I take it with the information to the first appointment. That's it. I'm not bringing a fancy listing presentation. I'm not. There's no, but it's ready. I've got the folder. It's information I leave with them. It's done. Tracking business. I have a system to track my sales. How do I, like at the end of the year, you do your chart with yep. the, where they came from. That's huge. It's important for people, I think, in your social media and in your sphere to see, oh, I didn't know that she works with people from church or I didn't know that other agents would send you refer, like that yeah. you're open to all those types of business. Right. Um, so tracking business and then, Database obviously is up there right next to your email templates. Email templates is a system for getting it done, but mm-hmm. database is a system where you're going to get these people. Like, yeah. you got to have it. And then we're going to talk about this in great detail. Pipeline management in Trello. Okay. Because I just adopted this, but yeah. we're not going to, we're not going to get there yet. Did yeah. I miss any of your systems? Um, I don't think so. But what I think is cool is that all of these things are part of one system. Yeah. So if you have a buyer checklist and a seller checklist and you're doing the real estate pattern, in your checklist, it says send buyer email template, send seller email template, add them to your database, Yes. Um, give them the buyer packet, Um, add them to your, oh, label them to track them you know, yeah. to know where they came from. So all these things, right. It's not like you have eight different systems. These are no. basically things on your to-do list. Correct. This is all within your yeah. one system. Like your ultimate, you you have two. You have a buyer workflow and you yes. have a seller workflow. Yes. That is it. And they have a lot of similarities. Oh my gosh. There's crossover. And yeah. especially if you're doing a seller that's also a buyer, then you're doing both simultaneously. Right. It Which doesn't make it any favorite. different. Yes. <laughs> that, you know, because that's my bread and butter. I don't, yeah. I don't know if it just has to do with how long I've been in the business or what, but I love a move up buyer, a seller and a buyer at the same time, because also you need half as many clients for the same amount of transactions if you were just doing buyers. Yes. I mean, like, hello. Right. That That's pretty easy because I only have to guide one human through two things. Mm -hmm. And so you just, yeah, I think that's true. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think the importance of systems is that they are repeatable behaviors so that you're not struggling to reinvent the wheel every single new buyer, every single new listing. I have seen agents in my office be like, oh, I have a listing this afternoon. What should I put in the folder? What should I take the listing? I'm like, I don't understand. (sighs) I know. It hurts my heart. Right. Like, but, but you have to think about it. It's hard to 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 dig down and find the right information, right? 
I don't think there's any particular brokerage that says, here is the manual. No. And I and use and, these and everybody's documents. different. Every, even right. if they provided that. You have to figure out so I like paper, you don't. I mean, like you have to figure out what is your workflow? Like how looking at it digitally on whatever, is that gonna be enough for you? I your example just now reminds me of like having a toddler right. when, you know, at first they ask you questions like, Mommy, where do the stars come from? And you're like, what a sweet so question. Cute. And I'm going to, I'm so excited to answer right. it for you. And it's exciting to watch your little face get excited at the answer. And then, mommy, where do the stars come from? Like, uh-uh. mommy, where do the stars come from? Mommy, where do the stars? And then eventually you're like, God made them. Like, get away <laughs> right. from me. Yeah, get away from me. You can't be helped. You can't be helped. But that is sometimes how I feel. <laughs> about agents right. and I hate and honestly it inspired so much of the podcast for sure because what was happening to me was my inner light if you will <laughs> was dimming right from all the same questions <laughs> from all the, the same questions. questions and from a lot of the same people yeah bless that, them. that never would do it yeah it's so weird that it won't sink in but you know you and I are very much doers action yes. oriented yes. so it's it is a different personality type. It's a different mindset, but it doesn't mean that if you're a little bit more, you know, loose or easygoing or not as much into like strict ABCD, whatever, it doesn't mean you can't get there and you need to get there or else you're going to be overwhelmed and burn yourself out. Yes. And you, and I don't know why they don't listen. Why do you think it's so hard? I mean, there are really good agents in our market. Okay. I'll put it this way. There are agents in our market who do a lot of business. Yes. Why is it so hard to have a system in place. Why are really good agents frantically texting about things that don't matter at all at 10 o'clock at night? I I don't know the answer because what's weird to me is that a lot of times you'll find them even with a lot of support. So agents who have a TC or an assistant or a team or a buyer's agent. I almost sometimes find that the ones with the more support seem a little bit more lost, but like you can't find them or they're you know, this, it doesn't feel like there's systems. And I've talked to agents who were on teams that are now solo or have their own team or whatever. And we'll, we'll talk to the fact that there were no systems on the team or you as an individual decide how you want to run your business, whether you're on a team or not, whether you've gone to 50 brokers or not, you have to have a system to take with you wherever you go that works for you. If you don't require that of yourself, Mm -hmm. then you're just going to be lost. And I feel like it's, it comes across to the client. It does, 100%. So if you're on a team and you have a TC or an admin or somebody who then takes it contract to close, but they've never been properly trained and they don't have a system to follow and everyone's flying by the seat of your pants, the client is going to get frustrated Mm -hmm. and they're going to have a poor experience because it's going to become stressful because all of a sudden you're calling them the day before closing like, hey, you were supposed to get a termite certificate. Did you get a termite certificate? And they're like, Mm -hmm. what are you even talking about? I, I'm doing a transaction with an agent that has a transaction coordinator. I don't really know why, but <laughs> just because I'm like, you can handle one at a time, right? You can do this. You can do this. But the transaction coordinator emailed me from the beginning and was like, Alyssa, please copy me on all correspondence for this transaction. So now I have to remember. Yeah, I know that's how hard. Two email addresses yeah. and I have to like go back and look them. Anyways, it's frustrating, but fine. Right. So Friday, I sent the um, inspection repair request okay. to the listing agent and the 
Transaction coordinator. Right, you copied. Copied, you did what you're supposed to do. Okay. So Sunday, I'm having a great day. Labor Day weekend. I'm out on the river. Oh, you're like living it up. Living it up. And um, I get a text from this agent. Are your clients... um, what did he say? Are your clients um, waiving their inspection? And blah, I'm like, what are you talking about? Well, the deadline is today and I haven't heard anything from you. You're like, you're set, you're 48 hours deep into a yeah. 72 hour response. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I said, um, I'm sorry, but I sent you our repair request on Friday. Did you not receive it? Next text. Oh, I see it now. Guess what, dude? Not my problem. And you and I, I, I followed your instructions, and now you're bothering me. Uh, but right on my day off, <laughs> on my day off. But, but also, and, and my heart dropped because I was like, like, did I not send? Yes. It? Like but, I know we did it, but did we? but here's the on top of that. This is where I'm talking about client experience. Now you've got to on the Sunday of the holiday contact your seller and tell them. By the way, you got to tell me by tomorrow mm-hmm. if you want to do this stuff. Right. Like now you you've cut down their response time. Yeah. Because the clock started ticking when you sent it, not mm-hmm. when they realized. Oh, he had to there. ask for an extension. Oh. I had to tell my clients that hey, he dropped the ball. So they need more time. You oh, know, I have it. But it's just that—that that is how you look to other agents when you don't have a system. That is how you yes. look to your peers and to your clients when you are requesting documents that you already have. When you're missing deadlines, yes. you're you being unorganized and having no systems in place affects everybody else. Everybody. It affects the people that have good systems in place. Yes. That are doing what they're supposed to be doing and treating it like a job. Yes. When you just said that, this is what it made me think of. How many times have you had a scattered agent say, hey, what about that uh, addendum or that extension? I I, I need it. And I'll be like, oh my God, did I not send it? And then I have to go check and realize that I did it. And then I'm like, this is double work for you mm-hmm. who who did it right. But I have then I doubt myself. I'm like, oh man, yeah, did I not do it? You know, look, we've all we're not perfect. Thought we saw sent the email that didn't hit send, or <laughs> yeah. and then I'm like, oh shoot, it's in my drafts. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I mean, I didn't send it, but I it's not that often. I know. Oh, it's rough. Hello friends, we are so excited that so many of you are using the template course and the reviews are just pouring in, letting us know that it has helped your business as much as it has helped our business. Yes, listen to this review. Thank you so much for providing this wealth of information, knowledge, and template form. So far, I've used a handful and received positive feedback like, this is so professional, or I really appreciate how organized you are. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, your clients are actually going to say that. Yes. All right, here's another one. Thank you so much for this. I can't tell you how many times I've started this and how many notebooks of samples and notes I had. (laughs) I have ADHD and it is super hard to stay focused on getting it done. Having it all in one place is going to make it so nice. That is what we're here for. No, just look, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Just use these. Yeah, nice and simple, easy, ready to go, ready for you to put your own logo on, make it sound like you. So head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash course slash course and check it out that's right and you're going to enjoy them you're going to love them you're going to love it change your life literally fired (laughs) my assistant they are the best enjoy the template yes enjoy okay so i want to i wanted to say to your system can be simple and should be simple i don't think that you need 
a fancy website nope, 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 or a nope. CRM nope. or some machine to yell at you to do all <laughs> the tasks. I think that we're all capable of looking at a to-do list, whether it's digital or on a piece of paper that says, you know, I need to check on the appraisal now, or I need to send the lender dot or whatever. Um, so it can start with something really easy. Like you should always, always, always say, are you working with an agent when you get a lead? Yeah. Like that system in and of itself, that one question, that one training yourself to do that one thing is going to save you time and effort. I am not a fan of quote unquote scripts. Oh, me neither. That's so <laughs> funny you say that because that was like when I was thinking about this this morning. But you come to find uh-huh. that you develop your own and a script to me is just something that you say over and over. Right, that you got to remember to tell yes. people. It's yes. just your it's your spiel. Yeah. Like you get a sign right. call, oh okay, um, yeah. are you working with the agent? I, Have when you got with the letter? When I think yet? of the word script, I picture like a dude in a suit and tie. Yes. Like on yes. some sort of video telling me to purchase his scripts. Right. <laughs> I just can't. But you're right. It is important to have your re- your re- things. Repeatable that you things that you say. Yes. When I was new, People were like really into scripts. Oh, they want you to practice them. And like practice in the mirror and get with a buddy and practice. And it it was just horrible. Yeah, because then it feels really weird and robotic and rehearsed. And then when you do it for real, it goes wrong. It's all wrong. But it's for instance, when we tried to start the podcast and we were like doing the (laughs) intro and we have it written down, it took us like y'all 40 times to get it Um, to just sound normal. Even now, if I try to record something, from like, we've done like an ad before. We're yes. looking at a piece of paper. So bad. Jay will come back later and be like, you're gonna have to redo that. <laughs> it's like, you sound like you're reading, but that's what scripts are. They sound like you're... They and s- it, it just comes with getting comfortable and doing it. It's a pattern. Okay. Doing it over yes. and over. But this is the thing that I really want to drive home. If you have systems, whatever you choose for them to be, if you have them, your confidence will go up so much that you will be comfortable to say your yeah. spiel or yeah. do whatever. You're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly how to handle a seller and a buyer at the same time. Or, oh, yeah, I know exactly how to handle getting your house ready to list. Or I, this is, oh, you want to, this is the process. I'll be at your house tomorrow and we're going to do this. And then we're going to, if you have a system in place for how you handle a transaction, then you're going to look like you're confident because you are confident. confident. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I think last episode I shared my story about the guy that um, was a referral from a really good friend. Yes. And I asked him, like, you know, he wanted to go see this house, like, this week. And I said, sure, no problem. Send me your pre-approval letter. And he was like, I'm not doing it. I'm like, and I legit like, had to my... say, I'm sorry, but, you know. The rules are the rules. The rules these, these are the standard of practice yeah. that I abide by. Yeah. And he never responded and it upset me. And I was like, really, it's been a long time since I had someone that reluctant to just do the process. Yeah. And so I um, reached out to him again Uh and just said, look, I've been thinking and I hope that I didn't scare you off. And I do understand that there are realtors out there that have no protocol and that I'm sure would open the door to any house for you. Right. I said, you know, those realtors, I hope that they would do take better care of you during your inspection period or, right. you know, just really take care of you. And I said, I'm sorry if I disappointed you that he said, no, he said, it actually just made me realize that like, he wasn't I'm ready. so far out. From yeah. buying. He said, I don't want to buy a house until like next year. Uh, and I'm like, well, then why did but you? But we kind <sighs> of suspected that. Yes. 
and you should you went with your gut and you did the right thing and and then he had to come back and yeah. actually tell you I, I don't need to see a house today right because I can't buy it right now right it and whether that's for financial reasons or his lease right. or she's not actually ready to he's see houses. Not, yeah. And me being like, hey, awesome. If you're ready to buy a house and go into strangers' homes, right? then this is what we do. It made him go, oh, wait, what am I, I'm not, not ready. There. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad that you went back to him. I had to. It was yeah. just, it was they, weighing on it's you. been a long time since something kind of got under my skin and wouldn't go away. Yeah. And I just needed to follow up on it. That's good. My but I brain. think you came at it from a very like authentic place. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm yeah. sorry. I wasn't trying to scare you away. Yes. It's the process for this reason. And, you know, it's kind of like how we've said before, if you're wondering what the other, what your client is just thinking, just, just be honest. Right. You know, I kept it professional and said, hey, I'm, I'm really bummed that. Right. You know, I hope I didn't yeah. disappoint you by not just scheduling an appointment. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. there's protocol. And, I know. You just and then he it. was like, no, I'm sorry. I didn't respond. And right. Blah, blah. I feel bad. And this is why. And then now I'm fine. Yeah. And guess what? Where is he on? C's? D's? Yeah. C's. He's hanging out. He's a nice little C okay, for next so year. So while we're talking about ABC's D's, yes. I think it's time, if you're ready, to, to do the Trello talk. Sure. Okay. So to everyone listening, I want to first, this is Katie, apologize to you. Alyssa made a video on how to use Trello several months ago, and it has been in my inbox on my to-do list to watch it. But for some reason, I did not spend the 20 minutes to watch it until last week. And okay. um, it's really good. Oh, good. Like, it's excellent. If you want a quick and easy system on how to keep all of your pipeline in order, all of your prospects, all of your current transactions, the video is amazing. She's going to walk you through. Now, I had some experience with Trello, so it wasn't like coming at it from no knowledge, but I'm not like a Trello expert. And um, we will share the video. It is wonderful. And the point I'm trying to get to is- And it's free. It's free. That's right. Yeah, we're not going to charge. Is this free. is just going to be like how we offered our database Excel right. spreadsheet to y'all. You can go and this make your own just, Trello. Yeah, Trello is this free. This is just my so video. This is a system you can put in place yeah. for free free trello that's all you need you don't need upgraded trello and then the you upgraded watch the version has all i'm not a trello okay i'm not a trello expert either well you're using it perfectly <laughs> right but i i have you. sent the link to a few people who send me trello questions and you're like well i'm not a trello um right expert. this is not sponsored by trello this is not sponsored by trello this people ask me where do I write things down? How do I keep up with the names? Right. This is where. Right. So what I loved about this is you use your ABCD system. You use the Trello for the actual each address and client name. So even when they're calling you on the phone for your buyer intake or your seller intake, you're typing in yeah. the address and their name as you're speaking. Yeah. So you have it, it on your Trello from the beginning. Yes. You're using a template card. It was very like easy to understand. You were moving it through the transaction. It had your checklist for your workflow, whatever. Um, so what I did is I canceled my wise agent. Oh, which cool. Why, and I had been planning to because I really wasn't using it anymore. Mm -hmm. It was, I mean, why, wise agent is a CRM. It will do all that stuff. I was just using it for transaction management. So I would put in my listings. And that way I could do the checklist of my workflow. Well, then I just started printing the checklist. I'm like, I don't. I just yeah. don't need this. Right. What I liked about the way you set up your Trello is that it took them from lead and on your, you know, 
pipeline all the way through like or if they were prospect all the way through when they moved to your pipeline which is basically the a's and the b's right mm -hmm. yeah or maybe just the a the main pipeline is a's and b's i would say yeah so the b's don't move off unless they drop down to a c yeah unless they've been there for too long yeah and then it's time to put them yeah in the pipeline all right so, so i want you to talk to us about you've been using this for a while mm -hmm. Do you like it? How often do you open it up? Like, tell us about how yeah, you're using it. So I love it. It helps my, it's what my brain needs to see everything and every client in one place. These are the people that need my attention. Yeah. What I really, I, I like how you just said, I don't need this. Right. Like when you were doing things, sometimes you, I mean, even things like Trello or any system that you use, they have lots of bells and whistles on them. Yeah. And they may be cool. And then if after two weeks, you're like, I don't use this and you know, I'm right. spending more time color coordinating and yeah. setting up than I right. am actually using it. Right. And so it's okay to modify. So when I first started Trello, I made the buyer template and the seller template, as mm -hmm. you'll see in the video. And it has your, your own checklist on there and mm -hmm. it's just duplicated. Yeah. So when you get a new buyer, you duplicate the buyer tab and put their name and that's, yeah. And then, but what I found was if you're doing say 20 transactions at a time, I personally am not going to go in and click to open their card, every card yeah. 20 times to see where am I at? Where am I at? Right. So I personally don't use the checklist feature and it's still there. Yeah. But I don't. So what I, what I do is I have my checklist. Yeah. I just have to look at each name. Yeah. And be like, did I? Yes. Where did, where are we? Right. Did I do this? You know, as when long you as say I you can, have your checklist, you mean in your brain or um, like I could open one of the checklists and just think about everybody. Yes. Got it. Cause it's, you don't have to, it's all the same checklist. Right. So as long as I can see each person's names, mm -hmm. no one is ever forgotten. Yeah. So the important thing to me was just to have everything in one place. And then you're like, oh my gosh, that person, I need to really follow yeah. up or, mm -hmm. and, and even with the free version, you can set due dates yeah. on your cards. I do put a close date on my cards when right. um, a transaction goes pending. Um, I just love that you could have them in the, you know, prospect column. And then once they went listed, so if it was a pre-listing person, once they're listed, they could go in the active listings column and then you just drug it over when yep. it was pending. You just drug it over when it was closed. You weren't having to re-enter information no, over no. and over again. I just need to see, because because I have the pattern down, I just need to see their names. Yeah. I just need to know, because when I see their names, I know if we've had inspections. Right. But I might see right. their name and go, did that appraiser ever go? Yeah. That's mm -hmm. shoot the email. Done. Okay. Next person. Right. So it just allows me, I try to once a week really go through yeah. um, all the active people that I'm actively working with. Mm -hmm. I try to twice a month, so maybe every other week, go through the pipeline people. Those okay. are the C and Ds. Okay. Just to see if there's You just anyone. look at them. You don't I necessarily just, talk to I don't necessarily talk to all of them, but maybe there was someone that just needs a little nudge or a push or mm -hmm. their lease was ending in six months and... yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think you can as, as long, and if you want to use the notes section of your phone to put everybody down under AB, whatever you do, yeah. 
have it all in one, one place, place mm-hmm. because otherwise, and I think that I do think one reason agents, even good agents don't do well with systems is that they are focusing on so much besides the client. Yes. They're trying to do so many genius things, right? Whether it's their side hustle yep. or this amazing social media platform yep. or this great marketing idea or making a flyer that takes five hours, whatever it is, it is distracting them Mm -hmm. from all that really matters in real estate, which is the people. Right. Right. So if you have all your people in one place Mm -hmm. and you have them prioritized how they need to be prioritized, people just don't slip through the cracks. No. And then you don't have to worry about apologizing later. You get all good reviews. You get repeat referral. Yeah. And people are so impressed when you remember them like, oh, yeah, later. Just from that one thing they said. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so good. Amazing. I think that's an amazing system in itself. I think that we can stop looking for the magical leads if we just see the ones that are already right in front of our face. Right in front of you. Right in front of your face. Um, One thing I wanted to touch on before we close out was that broken systems lead to deflation of self-confidence. That's fair. It's like when you're trying to diet. Describe me a broken, yeah, tell it to me. (laughs) Okay. So if you're trying to diet and you're like, that's it, starting Monday, I'm, my system is going to be no soft drinks and less sugar. And then you wake up and have a Coke. You don't trust yourself. You're like, I suck at this. I'm no good at this. I'm never going to be any good at it. I'm never going to be any good at it. I can't stick to my word. I can't do this. That is the same situation as a realtor that doesn't really have systems or that says, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna make this amazing system and it's gonna cure all of my problems (laughs) and I'm gonna be like a superhero realtor. And then it never happens. Right. And then they go, it's like this cycle up and down. And that's Uh that's what I see realtors in all the time. Yep. And I had to get off the roller coaster with them. Yeah. And it's hard because I care about them so much. Like realtors are some of my favorite people. Yes. But I couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. I know. Look, that's really so funny that you're saying it like that in that way. Okay. So I think we're all aware I have my little agent systems course that I love because I am so passionate about systems. But what I think is the most important part of the course is that it is a six week system where you learn something this week and Katie's there with you. And Mm -hmm. she's like, hey friends, did you implement this this week? We do our Facebook live, we talk about questions. Then next week we start on a different system. We're not just like, here's all the information, go forth and make systems. It's I'm on the roller coaster with you, if you will. And the goal for me is that at the end of the ride, you get off with everything in place, right? Not like, what do I do with all of this stuff? And yes. even if you don't love every bit of the way I do my systems and you can pick up some really good things. I mean, I've had an agent who was just like floored by the simple seller net sheet, like how to fill out your seller net. How, like I go through, how do I complete a CMA? Right. Not like in such great detail that it's overwhelming, but it's like, here's some quick tips do it this way. Don't overthink everything. Right. right. But I like that it's, I'm on the, ro- you're off the roller coaster. I'm on it. And I, I mean, 
I just had to realize that I was getting more emotionally invested in people than they were getting in themselves. And I just at some point had to be like, Alyssa, you can only (laughs) help people. This is not your problem. (laughs) Yeah, you can only help me because I want to help everybody. I want everybody. We want everyone to be better. To be better and to reach their goal. If that's what you want to do, I want to help you get there. For sure. But I can't do it for you. No, you can only lead the horse to water. I know. You cannot make them drink. I want to make them drink. You can't. You could just try. You're doing a good job. Yeah, I do really love that the podcast has allowed me to help the masses refer people to certain episodes, Uh you know? Yeah, I know. It's very good. Okay, I think this was perfect. Yeah. Systems are, I think we're both really big proponents of systems, and that's because we're both big proponents of professionalism. Yes. So I think it's important. Are you ready for a toast? Yeah. Okay. This is a really good one. Oh, yay. I know. I'm super excited. So, um, oh, wait, what? where can they find Trello link? Oh, good call. I'll put the Trello link in the show notes. Okay. So whenever you're on your podcast app, you can actually just go look in the show notes, but it is also on our YouTube channel already. Okay. So you can go search it on the YouTube channel. Great. And then we beg of you not to just watch those videos because, <laughs> hi, YouTube, they're terrible. <laughs> they're fine. They exist. But there are people who literally just watch I think it's so funny that YouTube. we have YouTube watchers. They, they Look, whatever floats your boat. Some people are visual. I don't know. Yeah. Like, you can watch us in our little studio. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, it'll be on the show notes. You can find the Trello link. And please don't curse my name when you realize that you wish you had heard this months ago. Yeah. I'm it's sorry. Okay. It's, fine. it's really good. It's better late than never. Okay. So, our toast comes to us from Caroline Swanson. Caroline says that she has a toast she wants to scream from the mountaintops. Oh, good. Her name is Katrina Hake. Yes, Katrina Hake. And she has chosen community over competition in her business since day one. She is so willing to bend over backwards for everyone who crosses her path. She wants everyone around her to succeed. She's the most giving person I have ever met and holds zero secrets to her success because she will share her wisdom with anyone who will benefit. Not only that, she is excellent in the business herself, and I attribute it all to how much she truly cares for the people she works for. Yay! She is one of the sweetest, smartest, and funniest people you will ever meet, and I feel blessed to know her. Wow. I know. So Caroline, oh, and she's in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. So Caroline is toasting to Katrina. That's wonderful. I know. Cheers, that Katrina. That was a good one for this episode. Really good. I know. Just share. Share, people's Perfect. I love it. Okay. Cheers to Katrina, and y'all have an awesome day. Yay. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. Let us know who we should toast to for the next episode. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Hustle Humbly Podcast. If you have an episode, topic, or question, please email us at hustlehumblypodcast at gmail.com. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. See you next week. Bye. This is the good life.